0: You're tuning into this week's Revival Recap. Let's hear what's happening in the life of our church. Today we're chatting about highlights from two meetings, so forget about how you see your Netflix series rolling out. This is a series of two. <laughs> is that okay? We could do that. Absolutely. Huh? Um, so this is a series of two and they kind of go together in a big way, so we're excited about this one. It's, uh, it's really huge for where we are as a family right now. I'm Clint Davis. I'm here with one of our senior leaders, Joaquin Evans.
1: Hey Clint, it's good how are to be you? with you. Yeah. Doing, doing great
0: great to be back there's a lot of exciting stuff happening right now
1: there sure is
0: i mean not like there hasn't been before (laughs) but you know
1: yeah there is it's it's in the atmosphere there's so much good stuff happening so
0: it is in the atmosphere now a little bit different this week because we've got two weeks now this was i i don't know how to honor this without sounding like i'm just a fan child of our own community but (laughs) The fact that we have you guys as leaders that are willing to step out of the way mm. when the spirit's flowing is remarkable. Why not you just share this real quick about about these two weekends? Mm-hmm. There's something that, par- that paralleled them radically, mm-hmm. but one of them, you guys really just stepped back and went, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're... Covering two two Saturdays, two sessions um, in one because the second of the two Saturdays we never got to the message really uh, because God just broke out in worship and and we're so about honoring what God's doing and we're so about learning to to line ourselves up with what he's doing and not trying to make him line up with what we're doing you know yeah. to get out of the box God. God isn't an in the box, you know, God. And uh and we find so much more freedom, so much more life when we when we put ourselves outside the box where he is, versus trying to squeeze him into our box. And so, you know, we're on a journey learning that, but it's it was one of those weekends where it's like, you know, put 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 feet to the message, like, you know, where what are we gonna do? And it was such a fun moment, you know, worship was the The bulk of worship was was great it was it was at the point where it normally is, which is really really good. I love our worship but right at the end, really when even we we're coming to to transition out of worship, something fresh just came on that moment in the room and it's like well god's God's moving are we going to okay here's the moment are we gonna Try and go back to our agenda and squeeze him into our box. Are we gonna let this go and see what see what he's doing? So, we uh, we did a quick huddle as a team right there in the front, and we're like, "Are you feeling what I'm feeling?" It was like, "Yeah." So it's like, "All right, let's go and see what happens." And we ended up in two and a half hours of worship, and it was incredible. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, I wasn't here this that weekend. I was oh, in New York. Oh right. Yes. But but i got the stories from multiple sources right and obviously got to see the stream but outstanding what is that what's that moment like for our leadership team to make that call mm-hmm. are you guys just lost in worship are you what's it like to lead mm-hmm. into that space
1: i think you know the bible talks about uh Behold I'm doing a new thing and and I think it's looking for those fresh moments cuz if when you when you step into the kingdom you know you have access to God all the time he's with you all the time we are a worship community that believes that, that he wants to be with us more than we want him to be with us so we we experience his presence on a weekly basis but there's times when he comes in a fresh way that he initiates something that is beyond your normal realm of experience and and so you have to capture those fresh moments right like it's being responsive in the relationship it's it's having relationship not not formula you know it's it's those moments when you and your spouse you know your your wife gets that that spur of the moment idea it's like oh we should do this thing and you're like oh really okay i guess we're I guess we're buying plane tickets tonight. No,
0: like, no wives' it. names were, were, were used in this in this recording. This <laughs> recording.
1: <laughs> but but the depth of relationship that's built when you learn how to respond is is what's key, and that's what I believe that God is is looking for out of his his bride, and uh, is you know that responsive relationship to Him. And it's part of the it's part of the obedience is greater than sacrifice, and so. That's, that's what we're looking for, those, those fresh moments. And then when you step into those moments, heaven has a tendency to break out, which is what, what happened that night. So.
0: A lot of my life is involved in this element of connection. Mm-hmm. And a lot of real connection revolves around a moment. If you think about being around the dinner table with friends or family or, you know, there's always a moment of connection that makes you feel, wow, there's a there's a lot of church practice that doesn't seek fresh moments. I'm so excited to hear mm-hmm. you say fresh moments because it drives us to connection. Mm-hmm. And those moments are just flowing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just
1: mm-hmm. I yeah.
0: don't know if there are words for that. <laughs> it's incredible.
1: I don't know. We could just talk in tongues to each other. I know. <laughs> <so right? laughs> I know. No one understands. Tongues are better than hymns <laughs> between you and I. <laughs> I <Wait, laughs> Yeah. We would be strengthened inside. Yeah. No, it's 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 true, and there's there's a beautiful balance of faithfulness and freshness, and and the kingdom is built on both. So you know you can't it's you can't sacrifice doing what you know is right, and um, and doing it you know with consistency and doing it with excellence and you know, giving your 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 sacrifice of praise to the Lord. You know, that con- the, the kingdom is built on that consistency. But if you're not careful, that rolls into formula and you're not doing it out of a, f- a fresh place of relation. You're just doing it because that's what you've always done yeah. and life isn't breathing on it. So it's that balance of that faithfulness and that freshness. And where those two things marry, you're going to have explosive moments in the kingdom. So
0: Amazing. I appreciate being led with such maturity. Thank you for that. So there is this. There's this word that I brought you. I can share this,
1: right? It's, Absolutely. Please do. Okay. I was super encouraged by it. So
0: I just there's there's something that felt with these two weekends that there was an element of God bringing us together. There's a space that we're in at the moment as a church, just over a year old. It almost feels like it was such there were family moments taking place, mm. you know. Mm. And yeah. it reminded me immediately of the preamble to the Constitution of the United States. And I mean, that's weird for a South African to be saying that. Don't worry, I'm American <laughs> in just over a year. It's all good. But it's not part of the actual Constitution. But the preamble are those famous words that say, we the people. Mm. We the people. And I was like, Lord, why would you? Why would you? bring that up so uh, I went to Google and Googled it as every good yes, Christian in worship service does <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it says this I can't describe better than it says, it says we the people is a brief introductory statement of the Constitution's fundamental purposes and guiding principles courts have referred to it as a reliable evidence of the founding fathers intentions regarding the Constitution's meaning and what they hoped the Constitution would achieve oh mm. uh, and I just felt like God's saying over us as a family, there's a response that we at this time need to be ready, willing, and actively making that, Lord, we, your people, we, your people, are here to exe- execute the constitution of the kingdom mm-hmm. as we move forward. And we are evidence of the founding mm-hmm. father, mm-hmm. his intentions, mm-hmm. as we carry this out it's everything that we are living, which was the expectation of the constitution of heaven. Mm. Beautiful. Thought, oh my gosh! Mm. Here we are as a family. Let's absorb it, mm-hmm. and let's make that response. Yeah.
1: So beautiful. Oh, no. Yeah. Strengthening no. the, the fabric of community, family connection, foundation. I lo- I love that. So good. So good. It's so good. Thank God's you amazing. for sharing
0: that. He's amazing. So. Let's get into, I mean, that week, you were going to preach a sermon, which I think revolved around walking with
1: God. Yeah, that's right. We ended up doing it. So that that's a result. <laughs> right we just lived it out instead of <laughs> talked about it. That's a
0: result. Every every good preacher's dream. Yeah. Um, and then you preached um, a sermon on one of those weekends as well that had to do with that Christ in us is not just a theory. Yes. I mean, if you can't see the parallels between these weekends, and I'm not sure where you were, but, but this is incredible. You know, I think there are a lot of us believers that do live our entire Christian life like that, just mm-hmm. thinking Christ is a theory mm-hmm. and not really sure how to engage in the practicality mm-hmm. of that. Why that message at, at this time? Mm-hmm. Why did you feel this one?
1: Um, because of what you just said, you know, of... of so many believers have, have lived it out as a theory, you know, and, and have, you know, have right concepts, have, you know, right uh, perspectives, uh, you know, so to speak, but aren't, aren't living the fruit of it in their life. And that's a big wrestle, it's a big struggle, not only for Christians, but actually that's a, one of the biggest struggles for the world who's observing Christianity, is they see, right. they yeah. see all these, uh, uh, all these concepts. They see all this precepts, these theories, but they don't see the fruit of the theory. And so, of course, the world is going to have issue with that. So, until we close the gap, how can we really expect the world to flock to Christendom? You know, flock to the sure. feet of Jesus. So, it's important for us as we're building. Um, you know our community but any any community of believers it's important internally for the believer but it's actually really bigger than that it's important externally for the world as they interact with the church so the more we can close that gap the more the more effective and fruitful we're going to be as the body of christ so
0: it's that hope of glory Christ in me, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. But it has to have an outworking. <laughs> yes. It feels like this. It's you not know it's <laughs> hope. If it doesn't get out of you, That's right. it stays a mystery, a secret. That's then. right. We kind of yeah. think
0: like hope is a secret thing, right? Uh-huh. It's like, oh, I, I hope this, but mm-hmm. will it? But the hope we speak about here is an active, living, external mm-hmm. response. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say?
1: Yes, absolutely. And... uh yeah, I mean, the hope, the hope is, it's twofold, it's hope for us, it builds our hope, but then, uh, even exponentially beyond that, we carry that hope for the world, which, then we, you know, we become the aroma, the fragrance of salvation um, to the world, so it's twofold, you have to have it for yourself, if you can't carry it, you can't release it, you know, so it's, it's both.
0: This is a rhetorical question, because I know where we stand on this, but... In a sense you don't overcome just the simple theory of Christ without being actively outward.
1: Right. Yeah. It's those moments. And you and it's and it's the moments again weaving the two weekends together, but it's those moments of experiencing God, you know, in an in a tangible way that trans transition it from theory to practicality, you know, to, to living living encounter, living relationship. And I love a statement that Bill Johnson made years ago now in um, in the days when the uh, the that gold that cloud of gold dust and glitter was showing up at Bethel. And I know people have yeah. various uh, you know opinions. People have seen on YouTube. I, I was there. I saw it. And um, uh, not to go too big of a rabbit trail, but. The incredible thing about that, to me, was not just how it, it came. It, it showed up out of thin air. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't fall from the ceiling. And people said, "Oh, they put stuff in the air ducts." It didn't fall from the ceiling down. It literally materialized at like head level, just whoosh, in front of you. Yeah. And it would. It would stay. 5 10 15 20 minutes in an area but for me the craziest thing is that it would disappear the same way it appeared. So there'd be this huge cloud like that covered, you know, a good portion of of the sanctuary and all and it would literally implode, suck back into itself almost and disappear. Wow. And didn't go up into vents like it was it was wild. I would wild. want to see <laughs> it, that. It was wild. Um,
0: the only critic that would be a bad critic about that is if you want to criticize and not see it even if you're a critic surely you want to see
1: that sure i want to see that i had i had clothes i mean it literally would afterwards it was on your clothes i had a pair of black leather shoes i was wearing one night in it and uh and i didn't wear them for three months after because i didn't want (laughs) i didn't want to lose the gold dust on it so i had gold dust on my shoes for three months after one of those but the point of all that is that one night in the middle of that and it was it was a service that uh we never got to a message because this gold this gold cloud showed well, up yeah i guess that and would shift it, your <laughs> plans for the for the meeting just a little bit <laughs> if you have a surrendered heart it should but i remember bill got up and he did make this statement though he said the day is coming when the church isn't going to rally, rally around the message. They're going to rally around his presence. Oh, yes. Come on. And, you know, I believe that we, that. that we as the greater body of Christ are, are shifting that way, you know. And, and hopefully we're, we're pressing in, maybe even spearheading some of that. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I mean, the reality is if we go back, way back we go way back in the scriptures, go to the Hebrew way of teaching.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It was that, right? It was things that believers were experiencing in their homes, in their own lives, and they were coming with questions to church. It wasn't about, let me come get a sermon, let me this, that. They were coming to add, in a sense, theory to the experience, Mm. not try and get experience to prove the theory. Mm -hmm. It was the other way around. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. You said this, you spoke about um, that faith has to have expectancy attached to it. Because I have the living God inside of me, there should be this expectancy that trumps theory. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, if, you're, if, you, if you are carrying theory inside, if you have theory in you, you'll release theory through you. And again, that's the effect... From At least from the world's perspective is what they've received from the church is a lot of theory. Right. But when you realize that you have this living God inside of you, you're, we, it, through revelation, not just through information theory, but when you, you start to lean in the revelation, I have this living God inside of me, your expect, expectancy begins to elevate to match his. You begin to dream with Him. You begin to see things through the eyes that He s- sees them through. And when you begin to carry that internally, your awareness of that, that's when you begin to release it externally. And the people around you experience it. You know, Your friends, your family, the world begins to experience it from you and, and from the body. And that, that's what, that's what God's looking for.
0: There's a semantic there, and you caught yourself mm-hmm. saying it. But we've spoken about it before a little bit. There's a difference between expectancy and expectation.
1: Yes. Right. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah.
0: What's that difference to you?
1: Uh, ex- ex- expectation actually creates a box, a paradigm that you're trying to ask God to fill. You have an expect expectation for something, which if God doesn't do it the way you think it should be done, it opens the door to disappointment. Where expectancy is more a wide open. God, you're you're the artist, the paintbrush is in your hands. I know you're good. I know you have good things. I know you're coming to do something great. What is it? So it's this open-handed uh, expectancy for God to do something great versus the expectation that carries a more element of control. God, I'm asking you to fill this box, which God doesn't respond super well to that, yeah. but he yeah. loves to be invited to come and be uh, the creator and releaser of of his goodness in our, in our midst. So
0: yeah, there's something you said in your sermon about, we create a realm of expectancy that we don't have the responsibility to fill.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean,
0: yeah, (laughs) it's key. I mean, there are a lot of, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of movements I've seen over the last 20, 30 years where the pressure to fill that Mm -hmm. expectation, Mm -hmm. rather that word has really been a heavy burden,
1: heavy burden. And you know, it's, This perfect example, the the week that we didn't get to a message, God just showed up. You know, we responded to that moment we were transitioning, and it just got thicker and thicker and more free and more. The presence just came stronger, and we just ended up worshiping for two and a half hours. But in that, we had over a dozen people get baptized in the Holy Spirit. We had a dozen People get healed of carpal tunnel and arthritis, and we had some other some other miracles happen, and all this because we gave we gave way to His presence, and in that place of worship, this ex- expectancy for God and His goodness is rising. All these great things happen. Now we can celebrate it, but it wasn't. We didn't create a, a rigid expectation that God's going do to do this. If you right. come to the service, expect this. Give this much money in the, and you'll get this yeah. in return. Like that, that always is going to fall, implode on itself, you know. Um, so just living with that expectancy bears the fruit that we're trying to see out of our own expectation, out of our own efforts, but we never get there. So,
0: yeah. yeah. And we can't camp there either. Right. right. Expectancy keeps us moving forward.
1: That's right.
0: So we can't camp there. We've got to... And God doesn't always show up the time we want Him to either. No. Not only the way, but the time as well. So I think God shows up every week. Yeah. You know, but shows up different.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, absolutely. Every week. And so whatever your grid is for like, oh, this week, this week was it. <laughs> it's not really like that. And also God, I don't think, has a calendar of days of the week. Mm-hmm. He shows it's up so along true. the timeline, right? So. It's
1: so true. And He shows up differently in our our. Our goal isn't try to try and to, to try to get him to show up the way he showed up last time, because we thought that was great. Our goal is to try to appreciate to recognize how he's coming this time and appreciate it. because he's, he's in charge. He knows what we need. Um, and you know, again, that that is the difference again, of expectation versus expectancy. Expectation means like, oh, that was great week. Let's duplicate that. God, come and do that. Expectancy Check is, that
0: box again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Expectancy is, God, you're amazing. Come and do something amazing again. Whatever it looks like, yeah. we're ready. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's uh, cycle back a little bit um, about this theory, practicality thing that Christ in us is not just a theory. Yes. There's something to be said about the statement that has plagued us for decades. Oh, faith is a private thing. Faith is a private thing, and it's not—it's not public. It's uh, my belief is just a private element. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like there's a parallel there between theory mm-hmm. and the outworking of mm-hmm. that through you.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a—I don't have a problem with that—that faith that starting there, and, and it has to be personal, which starts private, if you will, but. You know, for God, in God's full design, that private becomes public. You know, and it's it's what you win in private. You know, uh, Matthew six, go in your door, clo- go in your room, close the door, pray in secret. Your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. You know, if 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 the disciples and the apostles of the early church all had strictly a, a quote unquote private faith. We wouldn't have the Bible. We wouldn't have church. We wouldn't like Christian Wouldn't have grown into what it is now. So it has to, it has to be both, really. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You said um, two statements that were so great. You said he doesn't just go with you; he goes in mm. you. And you also said the completion of adoption is habitation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I think that's powerful.
1: <laughs> that's powerful. Yeah, that's uh John fourteen, it's. You know, that's that really is the crux of of the message there. And you know, it's we know that that Jesus uses the language that that he is in the Father and we are in him. Together we are one. So it's it's this all inclusive and here and this is the, the crux of the message. We can appreciate the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit as this this trinity. But when we really begin to understand what Christ has done for us and the message from his perspective is that when he died on the cross and he redeemed us, he made us a new creation. He basically is inviting us into that that place with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm not saying we're God. I'm saying we're connected into that that flow uh, and, and that purpose, what he wants to do on the earth. So that 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 he is in the Father and we are in Him, but we are in the world, and so the Father is in Jesus, the Jesus is in us, and we are in the world. And so, by God's design, He wants to release His kingdom through us, which is why it can't just be a theory. Like when you, the invitation from God is that when you step into the room, you bring heaven with you, you bring. The father's heart you bring his wisdom you bring his knowledge you bring his power and that when you come into the room people can have encounters with adoption cancer can disappear people get saved like this is god's desire for us mm. if we step fully into it that's all that's up to us you know if we receive that but that's the invitation of this message to move out of this can't just be a theory. Like, let's actually realize who we have living inside and what He wants to do through us. So,
0: Yeah. And then I guess the adverse is true as well. Taking those experiences and finding the theory in a way, not even the theory is probably the wrong mm-hmm. word, but the truth in Scripture mm-hmm. that we can balance it and go, yeah, mm-hmm. th- that's in the Bible, it's real. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. that's kind of, a, for me, it's a plumb line safeguard, right? Mm-hmm. A- against going, oh, everything... Spiritual mm-hmm. and could lead us into weird stuff. Mm-hmm. It does line up with scripture.
1: Yeah, and and going back to your previous, you know, one of the the comments he referenced in John 14, he says, uh, "I won't leave you orphans." Mm. He says, and then again he references, "I'm going to come to you," and says, "and we'll be in you." And so the completion of this, uh, again, it's not theory. Like I'm not going to leave you orphans. Great. What does that look like? How do I know when, right, when I've right, completed right. what you just said? He says, I'm going to be in you. Right. So the fullness of adoption is when I realize I have Christ living in me. I, now I'm no longer, the the, the the orphan thing isn't broken by theory. It's broken because I know I have God inside. I can feel him. He's in there. Right. He's living in yeah. me. Of course I don't feel like an orphan. Of course I feel adopted because I'm not just listening to some Good sermon. I mean, it's just there. I'm like, oh my goodness, I have this, I have this living God inside me. It's not of me. just an encouragement it that com- I can do yes. the best in my own strength, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. So it's the fulfillment. It's the completion of what does adoption actually look like. Yes. Yeah.
0: You equally tore down walls, challenged, and encouraged all in one sentence. You said, what do you need to give yourself permission to see happen? Because you have the living God inside of you, mm. that, that touched me deeply. There's something about that giving yourself permission mm. to yeah. see things happen.
1: Yeah, yeah that's yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. funny. I, I said mm. it, but when you repeat it back to me, I'm getting yeah. I'm getting rocked right now. But I don't think it, it ever changes. There's it, always it, yeah. things you got to yeah. give yourself permission yeah. for, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And the example I use. For me, and it's, it's just an invitation for people to step into their own areas of breakthrough. but you know one of the areas specifically that God talked to me and, and used to teach me about that was the area of, of, of metal dissolving and disappearing from people's bodies and you, you know the history having uh, done the healing ministry, oversaw a lot of that in, in reading, obviously confronted with praying for the sick all the time seeing lots of miracles, that's awesome. But I remember when that dynamic of metal starting to disappear from people's bodies came into our environment. It's like, wow, like this really can happen? Like how does right. how does this happen? And all the all the wrestles that you know that we have in the in the in our natural mind and and really just again it comes to surrender. Having to get to that place of like, I don't know how this happens. I don't know how I'm gonna explain it when it does happen. I don't know how to I don't know how to answer the critics who say, you know, it does or it doesn't happen. Like, I don't know the answer to any of these things, but God, I have to come to the place of surrender where I say, you know what, I don't know, but I give myself permission to experience this anyway. Mm. And now, obviously, fast forward the years ahead, and we have we have doctor-confirmed cases, and we have x-rays, and we have all this stuff, but of course that comes later you have to make the internal decision up front you know so that was part of my process but that truth there can 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 go into all aspects of life relation. what areas is god asking us you know right now to give ourselves permission to experience so
0: and it kind of links i mean the question's almost mute now but maybe you do want to sum it up you know i always ask you at the end of these for the big idea what's What's the big idea of these two weekends we've had? What are the what are the practicalities? What are the what are the takeaways that we should not walk away from them going, oh, that mm-hmm. was nice, but we actually get to put some sort of sentence together and mm-hmm. go, okay, this means this for
1: us. Yeah, you know, I think uh, one of the best ways to kind of recap it in in the weekend that we didn't. I, We didn't get to the message two and a half hours of worship. I did get up and I I shared a couple of moments uh, of the message because I feel like I applied, and that message was was going to be walking with God. And what does that look like? And in there, a reference. You know, it it, that's a theme throughout the Bible: walking with God, walking with Christ. We use that terminology. How's your walk with God all the time? Yeah. But but I I I extracted. Uh, Noah walked with God, the Bible used that language, Noah walked with God, Enoch walked with God, and then he was not, for God took him. Adam and Eve walked with God, and it says, Genesis 3, 8, that um, they heard God walk into the garden in the cool of the day. But that word walk there is, in Hebrew, it actually means movement. So it means to traverse, it means to move, it can mean to walk, but it's the same word that used of a river, saying the river is flowing or moving. Oh, it's the same word. Yeah. So they translate it walk because the, the translators put God into the two legs, two arms, box, which is fine, but that's not, the Hebrew word isn't that narrow. So what mm. if God didn't walk into the garden on two legs? What if he flowed into the garden oh. and they felt his presence? Then the next verse says, and they hid himself from his presence. So I believe God flowed into the garden. Wow. Noah, uh, Enoch walked with God or learned how to flow with God. Noah walked with God or learned how to flow with God. The word Noah literally means rest. So Noah was a man at rest in the flow of God or the rhythm of God. So that whole service, we didn't get, what were we doing? We were flowing with God we're learning to get comfortable in his rhythm and his flow when you can live in that place it's not Christ it's not a, Christ in you isn't a theory it's a reality and the fruit from that is is world changing and beautiful so pretty Yeah, you just got to get it out
0: that's amazing because water is also referred to so much for the holy spirit yes when we see ezekiel 47 water there represents the gospel yes. and it's also a trickle yes. that becomes a river and yes. flows it's what we're carrying That's it. No, we have to stop. Yeah, we do. We We have to stop. Thanks so much. (laughs) We don't want to stop, but we need to for now. I know. I appreciate it so much. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Thank you for this. Thank you for your leadership and the team's leadership. Awesome. It's outstanding. Um, And thank you for listening again. Thanks for listening to another one of our revival recaps. I know that you have a lot of practicalities to grab out of this one. So go ahead and do that. Add them into your walk, your flow with God and grow, grow. Mm-hmm. Remember that you can get more out of our journey together at BethelATX.com or chat to one of our Connect Coaches on a Saturday night and they'll point you in the right direction. Until next
1: time, uh, we'll see you then. Awesome. See you guys next time.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's Revival Recap. For more of our podcasts and other resources, visit BethelATX.com.